What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast. How am I supposed to edit that? <laughs> y'all Start over. Y'all wasn't ready for that. Y'all was not ready. Is, is it recording? Yes, it's, it's oh, recording. Yeah, we're going. So episode 30 is a remix. The remix version? I'm just, I'm just trying to get hyped up, man. I'm just trying to get hyped up. <laughs> we're recording a little late tonight. It was my wife's birthday, Rennie. How old is Rennie? 27, I believe. I hope. 20. 27. She's 27. 1026. Corinne's birthday. We love you, girl. We had a great night. We made empanadas. We had empanadas. We had rice and condoles. <laughs> Hopefully the, the Latinos out there won't won't uh, beat me up over that. Um, had the family over, friends over, had a good night. Then we uh, skated over to Frankie's spot, and we're going to record tonight. So I wanted to get y'all going, so that's where that came from. I liked it. All right. It was a good switch up. All right, cool. Respect the chat. Episode 30, the Todd Gurley, Steph Curry episode. We were debating a little earlier. What? Who would you say is a better thirty right now? Now, who's the better thirty? Who represents it better? Gurley, dominating right now in the running back position in the NFL, just like unbelievable what he's doing from week to week, catching the ball, running the ball. The Rams look great, still undefeated, and then you got the start of the basketball season with Steph to Chef Curry slinging 40, 50 points, right? He scored the other night in three yep. quarters, 11 threes. Guy was on fire. He's making that. He's letting everybody know, I'm still here. I'm still one of the best players in the NBA. Don't ever doubt it. Who would you say right now is representing the 30, the 30 jersey better? I'm going to have to go with Steph Curry. All right. He I has, like it. He has two NBA finals championships. Mm-hmm. He has an MVP. Okay. I mean, the best shooter in the game. I like he, it. He changed NBA. I like with, it. With the threes. Frank, so, what do you think? Curry? Yeah, I think you got to give it to Steph right now. But, okay. I mean, Todd Gurley is going to be up there. Oh, boy. Give it a couple of years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right real, right real now, quick. I give it to Todd Gurley only what? because. Because it's football season? It's football season, and right. my man is just dominated last year. I think a lot of people, including myself, were a little unsure if he would do that again because I said, how can that be? How could you possibly put up two great years like that? But the Rams look great, but Todd Gurley is a major contributor of that. The guy is unbelievable what he's doing. His stats, his yards from scrimmage every game, so good. So Todd Gurley, uh, it gets my vote, but definitely Steph Curry right there. Love me some Steph Curry. A little Steph uh, Curry stat. Go ahead. 50-plus points, 10-plus right. threes made in a game. Wow. Steph Curry has five of those. All other players in NBA history, three. Oh, boy. Very cool. Very cool. All right, let's jump into fantasy really quick. I want to talk about this. Here um, we go. Me, me and Frankie made a trade in fantasy. Um, I want you all to think about it when you hear it. you lose, Rich. That's it. Dude, Listen. I, I walked away for two seconds, and I hear that you guys made a trade. Yeah, listen, when I make a trade in fantasy, and everybody knows that's in the league with me, and I get my chops busted constantly for you it. You make but unfair trades, but go I on. I always make a fair trade. That's just like a thing now what you guys say is he just makes an unfair trade, which I never made. Which you I've know, never, I never heard of anybody else getting vetoed, though, and you had two votes vetoed this year. So. Two trades. That you know says why? something because about you. Because nobody else trades, so there's no opportunity for anyone to veto it. And I let's we're going to discuss that as well. Okay. You know what? Let's yeah, just yeah, stay yeah. there. Yeah, let's yeah, stay yeah. there. Let's go. What is a veto? Like when when would you veto a trade in fantasy? Now I've been open about this. Okay, right? let's go. I believe personally that the only time that you should ever veto a fantasy trade is if one team has no absolute no chance of making the playoffs and he gives his best players to a person who's going to make the playoffs. Agreed. I feel like that's the only because 
if you're looking at someone else's trade, you're basing it off of what you think about those players and how those players would benefit your team. And that's not the way you have to look about it because other people's teams have weak spots that they see week to week that they need to improve on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. With that being said, the trade between you and Rich in the work league was suspect. Okay, we'll discuss that and we'll let people we're gonna get into that. Rich, first I want you to talk about when would you veto a trade and would you ever veto a trade? The same thing Frank said. The only way I would is if I felt like a team that didn't have a chance was kind of helping someone out that did have a chance. But okay. normally I never veto a trade. I, I believe if two people agree on something, they, I feel like it's fair because both. Yep. It, it takes two people to make a trade happen. So it's not like the one person's forcing another guy to trade his player. Right. You know, so. The only time a trade really should happen in my book is when it's totally unfair, like you guys said. Like, the guy in last place has no shot or second to last place has no shot. And he's giving. And the rest of the league is kind of running away with it. You know what I'm saying? And and the guy is just giving him his best player for nobody. You know what I'm saying? And that you can clearly see that, okay, no, this is, should be a veto. But I've been— Which I've in, seen happen before. Yes, I have too. I have also seen some wild trades go down, and I haven't vetoed it because it's like, well, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. That's how I look at the it. Veto is like the veto is like shout out to Ant. The everything man he on his last youtube video or the one before he was talking about the up um the thumbs up and the thumbs down on on youtube when, when yeah, yeah, yeah. and people who give the thumbs down how terrible that is that thumbs down shouldn't even exist right shouldn't exist you should either, either give you a, like it or you should either whatever. give a thumbs up or move on with your life right so that's the way like i do it too it's like yo i see a trade it's like nah it's not i'm really I don't think it's too cool, but let me see, whatever, I'll move on. But let's talk about mine and Rich's trade really quick. I traded Rich. I needed a— Well, you offered me. I offered, right, I offered Rich. Well, it was a trade that, that ultimately got vetoed, right? Yeah. So I needed a receiver, and Rich was looking for a running back. That was basically what we needed, what we felt we needed on, on our own teams. So— we decided to do a receiver and running back. I trade him a receiver and running back. He trades me a receiver and running back. But really, one of obviously, I would win the receiver category and he would win the running back category. Right. That's the way the trade in our minds, Rich. And that's how I look at trades. Okay, okay right. I, I, okay, I talk about that, Rich. I look at trades. In that situation, I was giving you a wide receiver that was just as good as your running back you were giving me. Mm-hmm. And then I, since you needed a, I needed a receiver. Basically what we were doing was the second guy was mm-hmm. just replacing the better guy that we just traded. Yeah. So like, so let, let, let's tell him the trade. Tell him yeah, what the yeah, trade because was. Right. You're boring the listeners. No, he's not. He's trying to break <laughs> it down. I know what he's trying to do. Rich, I don't let you live, bro. It right. was, I was trading rich, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Keenan Allen for um Mark Ingram and Diggs Diggs and Diggs and Stefan Diggs. Okay. I would have upgraded my receiver position in my opinion. Diggs is better than Allen in my opinion and I wasn't losing much with getting Ingram though I believe Zeke is better but slightly. I think that at this point Ingram is going to get a lot of touches. He's on a winning team. He's going to get the rhythm runs. He's going to get goal line touches. Zeke has to work for every one of his 
uh, yards and every one of his points. And if the Cowboys fall behind, which we've seen before, they don't give Zeke enough touches. Therefore, I'm not getting my points. I wanted a guy who I think I'm going to get maybe a consistent 12 to 15 from rather than a guy who's going to either give me f- 4 or 25. So that was my this thought. This is fantasy points-wise. Yes, fantasy right? points-wise. So I, and, and I thought Dig, I thought Diggs is definitely hands down better than Keenan Allen right now, if you ask me. Keenan Allen's having an up-and-down season. Um, Terrell, uh, Terrell Williams is getting a lot of touches over there now in San Diego. And Diggs and Thielen equally get enough touches. And Kirk Cousins slings the ball like crazy. So, okay, I make this trade with Rich. The trade is in the, you know, the limbo state. And now these guys... Can I can I play devil's advocate? Like rather than yeah. me saying my personal opinions, let me like stick up for all the rest of Tilcon here. Okay, yeah. Okay, because the point that I think most of them were trying to make is if Rich is basically which in, was no point at all. <laughs> but okay. But yeah, I want to hear this right. Okay, so Rich is in first place right now. I'm in second. Second place. Okay, but right up there. So right. most yeah. likely they're gonna have to compete with him to win the championship, and. He has who's your other running back, Rich? I have Kareem Hunt and I have Leonard Fournette. Right. So they don't want to go up against somebody that's gonna have Hunt, Fournette, and Zeke. That's a tough team to beat. That's so how they were looking at it, I think I mean they did think that they had some other points like Ingram is in more of a committee than Zeke is. So he could have twenty points one game, he could not get any touches the next. You never really know what's gonna happen but, over there. But in that situation you can't compare the running backs. You gotta compare Zeke and Th- Diggs. And that's why you're making a trade though. You're not making a trade to get equal value because then you wouldn't make the trade. There's gonna be a guy losing at one of the two positions he's trading in. But if you can make a trade, but I I believe that they they really think that Diggs and Keenan Allen are equal. That's not that they're not though. But that's what they're thinking. Then they're not and, watching and football. In they're that, not watching in football. that scenario. Yeah. Then you do have to compare Zeke. No, the to, biggest the biggest problem is what you originally just said. They didn't want me to have Kareem Hunt right and Zeke as my running backs. Yeah, as I, as I'm sitting up up, I'm 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 basically in first. I'm six and one tied with first place. So they didn't want first, me. Yeah, like I said, they they didn't want me to have right. that dominant of a running back committee. They oh. thought your team was getting significantly better through that trade, whether whether the players were his running back position was getting better, but he was going to take a hit from the receiver standpoint. I don't. It may, in my opinion, yes. I would rather have Diggs than Keenan Allen, but not much. I don't know about that. So okay, the v, the trade is vetoed. But here's the other kicker: is that another guy in the league is like, oh, pick one of my receivers. So I'm like, all right, well I'll do the trade with you then. So I wound up getting Mixon. I wound up trading Zeke and Keenan Allen for Joe Mixon and DeAndre Hopkins. There's no difference in the trade. That happened, and that's why I didn't understand it because now it's like, okay, Rich is not getting the trade, but this guy's team is getting better. Okay, fine. And they that- were, real quick, I just want to jump in. Yeah. They were saying that Hopkins is a clear one, Diggs isn't because Dillon's having a great year over there. Dillon's the main guy. But when you break down the points, Hopkins had 138 fantasy points so far throughout this year. Mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs has 118. That's only 20 points off within seven weeks. So if you want to get technical, that's three points per week 
more Hopkins is averaging than Diggs. Right. So they're really not that no. far off. No. Like, and, then, and then they're making arguments like, oh, he's, he's consistently putting up 20 points. Well, Diggs is consistently putting up 17. Right. So it's not that far off. Right. No, it's not. L- listen, I, I have come to the conclusion where I see trades so much different than everybody else. And th- the way I see it also is I watch every single game basically every week. I watch the red zone, and then I also watch, like, these, like, clips, Rich. Like I was telling you, like, there's, like, they basically NFL Network does, like, every game in, like, eight to ten minutes. All the key you know, throws, catches, um, spectacular plays. It's basically there's just no breaks. They just fly through it on a highlight. And I watch all those, too, to see guys who I could pick up, how, how many targets guys are getting, how much guys are on the field. Like, I'm doing all of that. So that's what I'm taking into effect. I feel like a lot of fantasy players nowadays, I'm calling you out, fantasy players. I feel like a lot of y'all these days, and there's a lot of guys who are like me. That put in the work, but there's a lot of guys out there who are like looking at projections and going off of projections. There's a lot of guys out there who are like looking at names and getting caught up in names. There's other guys who are like, oh, well, that's a first round draft pick. You can't take a first round <laughs> draft pick for a one. fourth round draft. That's it's the like, best. yo, the draft is over, bro. The draft is over. Everyone drafts guys where they want to be drafted. You can't hit me with it's a first round draft pick for a for a second round. Get out of here. Get out of here. Turn on the game on Sunday and watch the game and then make a trade with me. And listen, the trade needs to be fair, and I've never not made a fair trade. I don't care what anybody says. Never, everybody comes to me when they need a trade, though. That's the best part. It's like, yeah, I need a trade. I know no one else is trading in this league. Let me go to Mike and let me see if I can shake some up with him. And, and I'll always a, talk it out with people. Here's another thing, though. I think me and you personally are really convinced Mark Ingram is going to have a good year again. 100% he and is. I, I don't think other people see that just yet. So I think that's like me and you were on the same page with Ingram. We both think he's going to have a good year. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I would have kept Ingram, right. but, but we Im- were making a trade. I was getting Zeke, so I was like, it's not bad losing Ingram. Like, I, on, he was a thousand-yard rusher last year with Kamara there. Right. You know? And, and if you notice, the first game Ingram was back, Kamara's – uh, uh, snaps were cut in half. Yeah, but the second game, he didn't have a good game. That's because he was playing the Baltimore Ravens and yeah, Kamara didn't even have a good game. It depends on... It, that doesn't... You can't veto a trade because of that. Because no, no. they could Because what they could do is they could use Kamara the whole way down the field and then they could put Ingram in the goal line and he can get three touchdowns and now I got 21 points. But Ingram and Kamara do the same exact thing. Of course they do. They're but here's the other thing. They're playing a winning team and an offense that runs a million different plays and they're in and out constantly and your opportunities are there. Zeke's opportunities, he has to work for them and the team he plays for will not give him the workload if they start to get down in points. But here's the thing too. Now, I personally think, and I think you would kind of agree, the trade that ended up going through, you ended up making a trade with another guy in the, in the league. Mm-hmm. I think it's basically identical to the same trade I offered you. I, I but, agree. But so the say prob- the trade again. Sorry if I went out of frame on the YouTube video, too. I'm a dad before I'm anything, <laughs> so I had to, had to so, put on the next episode of Barbie on Netflix. You know, priorities. That's what we do. That's what we do over here. So here, the trade between me and Mike was... Mark Ingram and Stefan Diggs for Zeke and Keenan Allen. Yep. That gets vetoed. Right. The other guy in the league offers him Hopkins and Joe Mixon for Zeke and Keenan Allen. See, I think Hopkins is better than Diggs, and I think Mixon is better than Ingram. So I don't think that you can compare those trades. But here's the thing. 
I was just telling Mike. Hopkins, Hopkins is one of the best receivers in the NFL. Yeah. He's not the best. Hopkins, Hopkins, yes. Hopkins scored 138 fantasy points so far this year. Guess how many Diggs scored? How many? 118. That's 20 points difference. Divided yeah, by seven over, weeks, is yeah. that's, that's three points per game. Hopkins is scoring more than, 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 than Diggs. A week. Three points. That's yeah. it. So they're not that far off, Hopkins and Diggs. And to be honest with you, I mean, Watson looked good last night, but he's a ticking time bomb with this rib issue. You know, he takes a good hit. He could be down. Now Fuller's hurt. So who knows what's going to happen with defenses covering Hopkins. Yep. Diggs is in an offense where Kirk Cousins will be flinging the ball. Dillon's going to be getting his. Diggs is, like, Hopkins is going to get his no matter yes, what. No I matter agree. who's back there, no matter who's covering him, he always does his whole I, career. I agree, but I, it, but it could hurt him. I think it could hurt him. We'll, we'll talk about Fuller being out. Yes, hundred percent. And now here's now now to Joe Mixon and Ingram. Ingram was suspended for four games. Right. So you can't. So, so you're, you're, so you you're judging the guy right. off of him on two weeks. I'm not judging him like he's a bad player, but I think Joe that Mixon, Mixon is going to be a more consistent running back. Joe Mixon had has 82 fantasy points throughout the year so far, but he was hurt for a few games too. Three games. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ingram has 30 points in two games. Okay. And Mixon has what? 82. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Giovanni Bernard has been out as, as well. So Giovanni Bernard is about to make his comeback as well. Mixon's touches are going to get cut I- into as well. Gonna, you know, that that's going to go down a little bit. Yeah, so, but Mixon's their guy. Yeah, but there's no really a guy. And it's Cincinnati, in, though. Like, right, it's a di- Cincinnati. Yo, you, this, is, this is why. <laughs> like, these conversations back and forth are why when two guys make a trade and if it's not abnormally crazy, exactly. you let it go through. Exactly. Because those two yeah. guys have the thought in their head of what they want to do that's the and real where point. they want to go with and on their team. Let them do it. We could argue stats right. and who we think right. is going to do better all day, but that's my personal opinion versus your personal opinion. Right. So if your opinion makes you do a trade a certain way, who am I to say that you're wrong for right. that and your team shouldn't be either better or worse depending on your decision? Exactly. When my trade got vetoed and the other trade went through, yeah. I didn't veto it. No, of course you but didn't. In, but in my eyes, I thought it was an identical trade. Mm-hmm. But the only thing, I'm telling you, the only reason why they, didn't, they vetoed it is because they didn't want me to get Zeke. Mm-hmm. They didn't want me to better my running yeah. back committee. Well, listen, hey, listen. And I am the champ from last year. Which is a strategy, I guess, but I, it's, it's just a little bit dirty to me. It is. No, what the trade was? What? What was dirty? What was dirty? The veto. Oh, the veto is I just super, hate, I super just dirty. I hate a veto. Stupid. So Two stupid. vetoes already. Yeah, this yo, year. Sh- I can't believe it. Shout out to Ant again because in his league that we all play in, there. Yeah, we couldn't get Ant over here. What's going on, Ant? I don't know. We got, and I just got a fresh up, up the here. other day, and Ant was like, yo, I think you guys sound good. You know, do you want to just do it? You guys, I'm like, yo. Well, we're gonna do it us if you can't make it, but we want you in. And Come on, you're in, bro. Like so, you when when we can get you back, I know we the last couple of weeks we've been yeah, recording been like pretty crazy. Yeah, we've been uh, doing like midweek ones. Yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll get Ant back in. We'll, we're gonna I'm I'm gonna start trying to schedule some people who we can definitely get in to sit in with us to get a different outtake on different things and stuff like that. Um, but let's just go over mine and Frankie's trade real quick. I want to see what you think about it as well, Rich. So me and Frankie did a trade tonight in fantasy. We haven't talked about fantasy in a while. Let's talk. We'll, let's just go straight okay. fantasy. Yeah, we're good. But we, we we could. We could. Well, next thing we know, it'll be four hours and we got fantasy talk. Um, <laughs> so in the, there's a family league that we're in. A um, bunch of us members um, 
12 of us, right? There's 12 of us in there. All, all family together, all ten, family ten, members. Right? Ten, ten of us, I'm sorry. Ten of us, all family members. And once again, a league where nobody, everybody wants a, you know, an arm and a leg and a tooth to, uh, to make a trade go off. And uh, another league that I was vetoed in at one point. Um, <laughs> with me. With Rich again. <laughs> they with make Rich unfair again. trades. No. They, they collude. Fit, They're in the same fair, house and as, they collude all the fair, time. As fair no. as can be. What no happened, one else wants a trade. No, what happened with that trade was I was trying to get Josh Gordon from him when Josh Gordon was still on Cleveland. And li- we literally made the trade. And like an hour later, the alert came out that the Cleveland Browns were, were was uh, releasing Gordon. Right. And everybody, so once everyone saw that, they're like, hold up. I feel like you would have won that trade if it went through. Of course I, he would have. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He got messed up by it because he had to keep McCoy, who who still really hasn't played. And I don't know uh, who else I was offering. I don't know who no else you were offering me either. But oh, Marvin Jones, right? Yeah, that and, was the and deal. Marvin Jones, who hasn't done it, done anything. And now I have Gordon, and now now I trade Gordon, and I trade Joe Mixon to Frankie, and I get Stephen Diggs and Adrian Peterson back. Which like is it. cool. Which is another prime example yeah. of I won the running back, you won the receiver. And that's what you guys yes. needed on your yes. team. Yes, yeah. correct. Correct. And it's funny because in the beginning of the year before this league started, <laughs> I traded Frankie Diggs, David Johnson, and Gordon. Uh, no. Uh, no, no. I Diggs, uh, David Johnson, and, Ridley. Ridley. And, and Calvin Ridley to Frankie. What a draft I had there. People tell me, yo, Eddie has to- – shout out to Eddie, Hornado the third. Um, <laughs> he, he, this guy told me, you don't know how to draft. I'm like, Eddie, I had the best draft, and all, all my guys are blowing up. Whatever, no matter. Another discussion. Hold on. I want to give a shout out to Eddie too. All right, go ahead. Thanks for Lamar Miller. Yeah, Eddie, great. Eddie's the only guy I know <laughs> that I got to call these guys and tell them to listen to the episode because we're just giving them the business. <laughs> Eddie drops Lamar Miller, Frankie Oh, P- my God, drops him. I told him, why didn't you hit me up and t- – and and trade him to me, or or and get something for him, or drop Jamison Crowder and keep Lamar Miller. Why are you dropping Lamar Miller mid year? I'll take him. He got right. me twenty points. Rich last picks night. him up. He gets to get some twenty points. Um, you know, you know, he he's the one that dropped Juju last year, and I picked yes. him up. And, and Juju helped me win the champ and beat me and beat me and Eddie, the same thing, Eddie. Yo, he hit me up today. He's like, yo, I think you owe Come me one. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. Yeah, okay. So then, yeah, no, right. So me and Frankie make that trade. And now, potentially, I just want to tell the people potentially what I could have at some point. Tom Brady, Edelman, Michael Thomas, Stephen Diggs, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette, Jimmy Graham, and then I could put anyone in my slot. Tevin Coleman, Devontae Parker, Des Bryant, if he decides to play football again. Um, but as of right now, my running back spot is Adrian Peterson and Duke Johnson. Whoa. <laughs> oh, but I'm okay with that because I love my receivers, and I think my quarterback is really good. But Having Diggs and Michael Thomas is huge. Yeah, I'll take that. That's um, 50 points right there every week. That's fantasy, baby. That's fantasy. That's what we do. We want to make trades. Listen, anybody hears this? Uh, comment on our Instagram. Let's put up. A, let's put up something uh, on Instagram, uh, like what people. Could. Let us know if you think that yeah. the original trade was worthy of being vetoed. Right. So say it again. The original trade between me and you. Yeah. Okay, so the original trade between me and Rich was Zeke and Keenan Allen for uh, Mark Ingram and and Stefan Diggs. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know what's going on in your head. Let's just keep this at fantasy right now. All right, most hated baby. Um. Me and you, we both picked up a guy this week. Yes. Who I 
who I personally think is going to be a really good player going going on. Okay. Jalen Richard mm-hmm. for the Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. I know they I know they're saying Doug Martin's going to take over as the lead back. Right. But Jalen Richard is a great pass catcher out yes. of the backfield. Yes, he is. Young, athletic, and I just feel the Raiders stink. They're going to be down a lot, so they'll be passing the ball, and Jalen Richard is going to be in. So I think he's going to be getting a lot of catches. Mm. It's a lot of garbage points. So I don't know. I just want to get your. Opinion I like on that. It. I like that pick. We, up, I, mean, I know you picked him up too. Yeah, I picked and I picked up Doug Martin in another league too. I think those guys can get some run. I don't know what Oakland is doing, but I'm going to take a chance on both of those guys in fantasy because I really need to at this point. Would I, you take a chance, Frank, on any of those guys, Doug Martin or Jalen Richard? Uh, yeah, I take a chance on Richard. Okay. I feel like Doug Martin. I've I've been waiting for him to do what I think he's capable of for years, and mm. it just hasn't worked out. So. Right. I kind of gave up on him. How okay. do you feel about O.J. Howard? I picked him up as a tight end. Great pickup. Yeah, I think that's a great pickup. I think O.J. We looked at O.J. Howard's stats. Um, I wish you could started could you, off a little slow. Yeah, I, look those up real quick because I want people to hear that because I was very surprised to hear his game I was, log. I was of, actually going to pick him up. Frank, I only picked him, him up because I was going to trade Njoku to Pat, mm-hmm. who was sleeping on a trade, so I had to do one I with the it. most. Patty pump fake, right. pump it. fake with the trade. And I got harsh. it. Yeah. So week one he had seven, okay. no good. Then then eighteen. This is OJ Howard. Yeah. Okay. Eighteen, thirteen. He didn't play, so zero. Mm-hmm. Then sixteen, then eleven. Nice. That's that's nice. what you want that, out of a tight end. Right. That's what you need out of 100%. a tight end. Hundred percent. At least ten. Hundred percent. Every week. I love that. Very nice pickup, man. Really nice pickup. I I this is what I did in one. The reason why I picked Dez back up is I thought once Will Fuller went down. I thought that maybe this was the opportunity. He stays in in the state of Texas, Des, and maybe the Houston Texans give him a call like, "Hey, we need you come over here and play with us for the rest of the year." You know, his ca- contract won't Still be guaranteed. Still waiting for this guy to play football. I huh? know, I know. It's just a hope, man. It's just a hope. I don't know. Is there any anybody else you guys picked up? I think Duke Johnson is due. I really do. I watched the game last week. Nick Chubb's points came strictly off of two goal line touches that he had. Other than that, he didn't do much. They spread um, Duke Johnson out for some catches last week, played him at wide receiver. I think his um, touches go up Duke Johnson in the near future, and I think that it becomes a split backfield, obviously, but I think they both get a good amount of touches Yeah, because they don't got really receivers over there. Sticking with Cleveland, I actually think, I mean, lately Nojoku's stats have been going up. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning of the year, Frankie boy, you had him, right? Yeah. And you ended up dropping him. But uh, in the No, no, I didn't drop him. In, in the one league, you did. In the uh, Tilcon League, my work league. Oh, that, no, I got Jimmy Graham in that league. I think you had him as your backup or something. You did have him on your team because yeah, he wasn't available. Yeah. And I picked him up. But in the beginning of the year. I don't think I dropped him. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> I could look that up. But anyway. Yeah, definitely. So in the beginning definitely of the year, he had four <laughs> points, six, five. And then in the last four weeks, he has 10, 12, 18, and 15. I think he's on the uprise. And I, I said this a couple of weeks well, ago. Well, that's because of Baker Mayfield. Yes. I said this a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Baker Mayfield loves him. If you watch the preseason game, he had three touchdowns in one game. And it was when Baker was in. Mm-hmm. Josh Gordon's gone. All they got is Landry over there. So, and, and, and Nojoku's no, no a beast, man. Oh, he's yeah. a big body. He goes up and gets the ball. Oh, yeah. And... He had I just some think, problems with dropping passes, which is getting better. Yes, but I, I talking about fantasy players who I think is on the uprise, I think Nojoku is definitely one of those guys. So if you oh, have yeah. him on your bench, don't be surprised if you're starting him or if he's mm-hmm. available in your league, 
Scoop them up. Oh, yeah. What Do about, not hesitate. What about uh, Kiki Cute? Kiki Cute, man. Now that, That's uh, a big pickup for the Will Texans. Fuller. Yeah, well, Will Fuller out. If, if he's available, I, he's on a hamstring injury right now, but mm-hmm. I think he comes back for next week, and I think that he gets a lot of burn. Oh, yeah, and he's good, man. He's yeah. really good. Um, I, I, lo- I picked up Devontae Parker in, um, in the family league. Uh, I wish I would have started him. I love starting receivers on Thursday night games for some reason. Um, he had nine targets, six receptions, and 134 yards. Devontae Parker with Kenny Stills out with a groin. Albert Wilson um, out for the year. Um, Danny Amendola and Devontae Parker were the only two guys over there. So I think Devontae Parker is another guy who could be available in leagues. Pick him up, plug him in, put him in a flex. That's the ideal spot, I think, for him is your flex. But if you got to play him in your receiver spot, play him, man. I think going forward they use him. Um, I think they have to use him, you know. What do you think about uh, that tight end you picked up from I picked Juventus. up that guy for a while. Uh, I have him for a while. I got him in a couple of leagues, too. Usma. Um, Usma. He's been pretty decent, right? Yeah, man. I like him. He, and he's. He, I think the Bengals like him, too. Tyler Croft is out for a while, and Tyler Eifert is out for the year. So, you know, you got this guy. You know, he puts up nine, between nine and 11 points. He could have a low as seven, but... I think he's solid. There's not many tight ends this year, right? right? You would say in fantasy, there's like three solid guys, Ertz, Kelsey, Jimmy Graham. Uh, obviously, O.J. Howard is playing well. Other than that, Ebron. Ebron's playing well. I mean, the last four weeks, you have to yeah. put Njoku up there. He's yeah, Njoku. Plus every week. Kittle here and there, you know Kittle, what I'm saying? A nice Jack Doyle is another guy who's making Bears, a comeback Titans. again. This is his oh, first week back. Trey Burton. Trey yeah. Burton's playing well. Um, there's a few, but they're, a few. they're gone. They're few and far between, though. Yeah. And uh, But, yeah, check out Jack Doyle. He might be come, making a comeback this week. Um, he might be available on your waivers. But we want to throw more fantasy, and we want to, you know, give— What do you think about Rashad Matthews now that he's going to the Jets? To the Jets, yeah. I don't, I don't know with yeah. the Jets. They well, have too many guys over there. They they got Inua. They got Robert— uh, Robbie Anderson's Robbie hurt, Anderson. though. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, he, he has an injury. Yeah. They got Jermaine Curse, and yep. now him. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I I got uh, Isaiah Crowell in a, in a trade this week. I traded he's a big. It's not vetoed. Yeah, right. Also, true. it's not. I traded Dion Lewis for I I traded Dion Lewis and I got Isaiah Crowell. I just like Crowell what he's been doing, man. And, and Powell's he's put up some uh, on big IR points. now. Right, and with and with uh, Bilal Powell on IR, Crowell could just run. I think he did great in Cleveland too. He just you know you have wasn't to be was careful time. with Crowell just to throw it out there for with the foot. Yeah, he does have a foot injury that's lingering. It's kind of like one of the the Julio Jones and yeah. Greg Olson type foot injury. So it it could be it could be it, reaggravated it, quickly, yeah, and it, it could be trouble. Or yeah. uh, if not, he's the main guy over there. So definitely. Just, what do you what do you guys think about uh, Amari Cooper going to the Cowboys? Here we Same. go. That was called the Fantasy Thirty right there. <laughs> Fantasy thirty, there it is. The Cowboy shout out. Well, I mean, I'm saying fantasy wise. What do you think? What do you think he does? He's, he's a, had a he's had I'm a really a terrible year so far, and uh, not a great year last year. What does he do? Does he do the same thing? Does he do worse? Does he do better? I think he actually does worse. Really? Only, I mean, Dak and Derek Carr. I'm gonna say they're pretty much identical. Okay. I I, I would do, I would actually give Derek Carr a little bit. Uh, like more of a, I think he would be a little bit better. Why? But 
I don't know. He, he throws the ball more, and, and he <laughs> you from guys the offense, love guys who throw the ball a hundred, hundred times. Scared anyway. And, and the Raiders' offense was more of a pass throwing. The Raiders' like offense was get, not better than the Cowboys' offense. No, no, though. but they okay. were, they, but they were a pass first team. I, I feel like we like guys that yeah. throw more than hundred and fifty yards a game. And if if you if, also if, like if guys Cooper, who lose throwing if, the ball. If Amari Cooper couldn't produce in Oakland. What, why do you think he's going to produce in Dallas, which is a run offense yeah, first? I don't know. And he's the only one there. <clears throat> right. I, I, got, I got some stats on Amari Cooper. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why, you, why you're pulling those stats. I don't know, like, what's going to happen. I think it could help Zeke out. I think it could help him out a little bit. I think it could help Beasley out. I think it could um, give it'll, Allen Hearns a couple field, more touches. Right? Yeah, stretch the I field. Just think, I just don't think mm. defenses are scared of Cooper. Now, now, if you're talking about like an AB right. or a Hopkins or someone like that, that's someone you really got to pay attention yeah, to. Yeah, but those people I don't aren't see, available. I don't, I, don't, I don't see Cooper, like a defense, it's not going to be like, oh, dang, we got we to double cover Cooper. No, I'm not he, saying double he, them, but, but I'm just saying, like defenses aren't going to They're not really going to linger in the box. Their, they're, they're not going to change their, their, their game plan just because of Cooper. But their, their main focus is still going to be on Zeke, you know? And then they're going to get burned, bro. Here we'll we go. see. We'll find out. Yeah. You want the stats? Let me hear. Okay, the Cowboys have traded a first-round pick for a wide receiver three times. Yep. Amari Cooper, Roy Williams, yep. and Joey Galloway. Yep. The previous two recorded 0,000-yard receiving games. Nice. Here's the other thing, though. That's not, once again, that that stat caters to what their point is trying to make. Their point is trying to make what? That Amari Cooper is going to stink and that the Cowboys are unsuccessful at trading first-round picks. Okay. Here's the thing, though. When they trade for Roy Williams, he's 50 years old. When they, trade for Ga- when they trade for Joey Galloway, he's 50 years old. First-round pick. Yeah, I'm telling that th- what the what that is doing, though, what that stat is trying to do is make you feel like, oh, Cooper is going to fall right into the same thing that those guys did because he's a first. they gave up a first-round pick for those guys, and they gave up a first-round pick for Cooper. But those guys were unsuccessful because they were 50 years old. And they were at the end of their career. <laughs> All right. Highest drop percentage in NFL over the last four seasons. Number one, Amari Cooper. That's not a good 8. look. 8.4. That's not a good look. I'll t- definitely tell you that. I agree with that. That's not good at all. Um, with that being said, I like the trade. Nice. I think Amari Cooper is young, and if anything, he gives that offense a little bit of of wide receiver energy. I think yeah. Alan Hearns is up there. I think Beasley is getting up there. It, it, it kind of gives that wide receiving core a little jolt of energy, mm-hmm. if well, nothing I, else. Well, Alan Hearns is young. You know you know, Amari yeah. Cooper was a two-time yeah. Pro Bowler already? Yeah. 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 He was and tr- yeah if he were really the other more- thing about that stat is, you know who else is on that list? Crabtree yep. at number four. Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams at number three. And Ted Ginn is number two. So yeah. you can be a good wide receiver with those kind of drops. It's just not ideal if you're the number one. Right. Because no one talks about Devontae Adams dropping balls. They just say, Devontae, if the Cowboys would have ended up with Devontae Adams, which would have been awesome, um, <laughs> you, they would have never been mentioned about his drop balls. But, yo, Amari's got, got to catch the ball, man. Now, here's the real question. At, you're a Cowboy fan. Yeah. You're okay with giving up a first-round pick for him? No, I'm not. And I told you guys that. And I would have been okay with giving up a first-round pick for Earl Thomas. The Cowboys didn't want to do that. So I didn't think there was any shot they were going to give up a first-round pick well, for Amari Cooper. Well, I th- He's 24. Here's the thing, though. 
Earl he just Thomas. turned 24, right. Mark Cooper. Too. Earl Thomas is the number one or two safety in the NFL. But he's towards the end of his career. I get it. But he's the, he's at so the you, top of gonna, his game. But you're not going to trade a first round pick like that. That's that's a future. That's a, that pick like ensures that you're going to have a good player for a substantial amount of time. That's why they're okay with that giving it to Amari Cooper because he's going to be good for a substantial amount of time if he's good at all. Right. Well, but that, if Earl but, Thomas is good right now, but how long is he going to be good for? You're not going to trade a number one pick for a guy that's going to be good for two years. What happens if Amari Cooper turns out to be good? How are you paying Coop, Cooper, Dak, and Zeke? No, they'll figure that out. That'll be figured out. They, they, it's a business, right? You, you think don't, they, you you don't, don't think would, Dak's going to get the contract that you guys think he's going to get? You think they would franchise tag? They got a franchise tag one Amari of Amari Cooper? They might. Here's the thing. Amari Cooper is getting paid seven, uh, $700,000 this year right now. He And he's in his fourth year of his rookie deal. They picked up the option on him. Next year, he's going to get like $13 million. It's crazy, the fifth-year option. It's like so big, the deal. Um, so they'll have to pay him that money, right? They'll have to pay him the $13 because they're going to keep him. They, they could pay Dak after this year, right? They're gonna, they pay Dak after this year, yeah. So they pay Dak this year. Mm-hmm. They pay Amari Cooper next year, and you franchise tag Zeke. Or you pick up the fit. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But maybe Zeke has a fifth-year option too. I don't know. All I know, I personally think it's going to be a headache when it does come to that. Now teams figure this stuff out. They do. Cowboys have a lot of money to spend. They also. do. Yeah. I, I, I Here's just, what it reminds I just think me it's of. Be a headache, I'll tell you what though. It reminds me of when Demarco Murray and Dez were both up for the deal at the same time, and the Cowboys were like, "Yo, we want you, Demarco Murray, but." We're not giving you the money. We're going to give it to Dez because we could replace you, which they did. But they got and, very lucky, though. And they and they drafted Zeke. I mean, they obviously took a dump. But who would they replace that year out of those because three? they got that? I think I think you I, to me it, to, as a Cowboy fan, and I'm going to get a lot of flack about this. I feel like at this at this point, I would I would let Amari walk and and I. But so that's letting your so first round pick. Walk. So you just gave a Listen, first round pick up for. I want what? you guys. You're not, to, you're not winning the Super this the Bowl day, this year or next year. I discussed it. You don't know that. You're not. You don't have. The okay, team it's team. fine. You don't know that. The defense is awesome. But we'll, hold on. Let's let's look at this for a second. Name a first round draft pick, wide receiver, because that's what we're gonna have to pick, right? We're gonna nope. have to pick a in the first round. We're gonna have to pick a wide receiver. We could have did it this year. We could have got Ridley. That's what everyone says. Should have got Ridley. Should have got Ridley. Moore. Okay, whatever. We didn't get Ridley. Fine. But we did get Vander Esch, who is going to replace Sean Lee, because Sean Lee is out of the door. So we had to replace either a middle linebacker or a receiver. We picked middle linebacker. Fine. We said, okay, we'll take Michael Gallup. He'll be our guy, and maybe we could pick up someone in free agency. They didn't, but now they did. Let's look at it this way for a second, right? Let's look before you answer. Name a free agent. Name a free agent. I just want. I just want to throw out something real quick because you mentioned his name. Amari Cooper's 24, right? Yeah. Calvin Ridley mm. is 24, and he's a rookie this year. Okay, right. And that's what I was just going to say. So let's look at this. Imagine you put Amari Cooper in the NFL draft right now, right? You put Amari Cooper in the draft right now. You're going to tell me with his skill set and his athletic ability, you're not taking him in the first round above everybody else? That's your first round pick? They basically made their first round pick. Right, and that was the logic but behind the prob- it. But right. the problem, but, but what you're saying is you're gonna release him after a year. 
And the problem is only because he said I had need. He gave me like, which one are you picking? I'm just basing off of right now. Amari Cooper to me needs to prove to me. The thing and then is, maybe though, I change my mind. But like, if you pick someone though, a first round draft pick that's a wide receiver, even if he's a little bit less that talented than Amari Cooper is, you're going to be paying him a rookie deal for the next four years. Yeah, but the guys who are drafted ain't Amari Cooper. Here's the thing, Amari Cooper. The difference with Amari Cooper in a first-round draft pick is if you hit on the first-round draft pick, you're you're saving money. Okay, Amari, you're gonna have Amari, you're gonna have to pay next. uh, uh, You're saying in two years because he's yeah. Well, he's gonna get paid next year too because Oakland picked up that fifty-year deal and we traded, so we okay take on that contract. So so that that's a big factor to think of too. What? Having to pay everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But we did it, man. We saved. Mind if Amari performs. The real problem is he hasn't performed. Right. We need him to perform in a long time. Yeah. He hasn't performed. Yeah. If if he performs like a like a you know like a number one like a Julio or a or a um, Hopkins, you're gonna pay him. Definitely. Definitely. And that's what they're hoping for. So let's see what happens. Definitely. I'm excited for it. I I just want to throw this out there. Yeah. It's kind of. I just want to see what you think. Yeah. So the Giants traded Eli Apple to the Saints. Mm-hmm. He was a tenth overall pick in the first round. First round pick. First round pick. We'll just put it that way. Okay. The Giants only got a fourth and a seventh round pick for mm-hmm. Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the Raiders get a first round pick for Amari Cooper, who was a first round draft pick, who was fourth overall in that draft. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The Giants couldn't ask for a lot to me out of Eli Apple because though the market was there um, for a for a corner, I think there was a couple teams looking for a corner. The Saints, I think, were one. The Steelers were another one. Um, the Jets, possibly. But the, there was a couple guys there. Um, he went to the Saints, but he didn't produce Really, throughout his whole time at the New with the New York Giants, yeah, that was a missed pick um, by them. So okay, the Giants like, yo, we can get a fourth and a what? A seventh and a seventh form. Let's take it and move on. But here's the thing: here's we go with these first round picks again. They're not guaranteed. I'd rather have a guy who's two or three years in the league, and my team signs him because I know that he's already got them those games under his belt, and he just needs that spark to go. You know what I'm saying? Like like Nelson Aguilar. Me and Ant were talking about that. Like he he just needed a couple of years to kick it in, and he proved to be that pit, that nice draft pick that they used on him. Um, look, Eric Flowers, the Giants drafted right in the first round a couple of years ago. He's gone. I mean, the odds you know of, who went did, right after him? After Eric Flowers, the the pick after Eric Flowers, who landed Fournette, Todd Gurley. Oh, Todd Gurley. I knew it was someone. No, I knew it was a stud running back. How about that? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, the odds of hitting big on a first-round draft pick is slim. I'm gonna, Okay, right. I would say out of the 32 picks in the first round, maybe, I don't know, you think about five or if not more? What? What do you mean five? What does like that mean? Like five of those players out of the first round are oh, actually stuck. Yeah, yeah. Yo, about, about five, right? Let's, let's like try to think about this year. Right, the guys who got drafted this year. Who stands out to you, rookie wise? Baker. Okay. 
Um, Barkley. Barkley. Oh, okay. Ridley. Ridley. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Eh. Mm. Really? They're yeah. not studs. No. The other guys what are, are studs. What are you looking for as Ridley's studs? a stud. I mean, like, impact. They're impacting the game DJ right now. Moore. Right now. Eh. Mm. Oh, my God. Ridley, Barkley, Baker. I'll give you Donald. The quarterbacks, I'll, get, I'll throw Sam Donald in there. But Josh Allen, eh, no good. Rosen, eh. Um, yeah. Chubb, Chubb, the D end, the D end from uh, that that Denver got. He's, he's playing. Not, he's playing okay. Okay. He's playing okay. Nothing crazy. Um, the the tackle that the Colts got, Nelson. He's playing yes. good. He's playing good. Let's throw him in there. Okay. So that's four guys. I, th- I think you're about right, Rich. I, I mean, it's about five guys who get drafted in the first round who are like, okay, those dudes well, are solid. Denzel Ward's playing really good for Cleveland. Yeah, I yeah. got, I got yeah. the thing. Okay, up. I pulled it up here. Ward, that's five. So there's five. I think it ends there. Yeah, my my man for the Seahawks is playing well. Uh, so, uh, Shaquem Griffin, he's playing well. God bless him, man. God bless Shaquem Griffin. But what's 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 talk about? A couple first-round guys who we thought were going to be good going Okay, in let's talk about that. Haven't. Let's talk about that. I just, br- Penny. I just want to let y'all know, we're at 44 minutes right now. We just wanted to get an episode, and we wanted to talk, man. We haven't got to talk to each other in a while. No yes. really way at to go point, here. we, we got to get right. into basketball, baseball. Yeah, we're going we'll to work our way. We're going to we'll get, get there. there. We're going to get there. We'll get there. But Rashad Penny, first-round pick. We thought he was going to be yeah. a stud over there in N- Seattle. Nothing much. Nothing. No, and by nothing much, I mean nothing. What about Royce Freeman? Royce Freeman wasn't a first-round pick. Oh, right. Wasn't a first-round pick. Sony Sony Michelle was. Killing it. Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing, he's doing good. well, yeah. We'll give that. I mean, that's six. Now, but he that's was six, guys. It. And I pr- it's pretty much and dead. That's where, and that's D- where it DJ ends. DJ Moore, I, w- I was kind of hyped up in the beginning of the year about him. He's doing okay in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think in a couple of years. Well, not in Cleveland. In, in oh, I'm Carolina. Sorry, Carolina. Yeah. Uh, I think in a couple of years. He has potential to be good, right. but no stud. Right. I think the only studs out of this draft that would would be, and Baker's even going out on a limb. The only stud out of the first round is Barkley. I would say, yeah. actually, oh, Barkley and Ward. I've been like, I like what Ward's been doing, uh-huh. and and now Ridley. I think no, and Rid- Ridley's produced. Yeah, I he's think, fell off a little bit the last couple well, of games, he's been right? Hurt. Yeah. I think he had what two good games? No. Yeah. No. No, he had like five good games. Yeah. I think he only had two weeks, though, where he, like, really blew up. I mean, those were, like, four touchdown games or yeah, whatever it yeah. was. But, I mean, he's had well, really Well, he went, like, games. four games. He had, like, six touchdowns in four games. Yeah. Something crazy. Well, listen. But, oh, go ahead, Mike. The, the, like, the draft pick thing, the first-round draft pick, if you give one up to get a guy who you think is going to be good – and he's young. I I, I don't got. I don't. Ha, I don't. I'm not mad at it. I would have been okay with the Earl Thomas one too. I understand where Frankie's coming from. He's a little older. You can't really give a first round draft pick for a guy who's, you know, only going to give you a couple of years. But yeah, that's. I don't know. I think he's in, he's the top of his level. You, I mean, remember you know? people were like so surprised that the Bears gave up a first round pick for Khalil Mack. And whoever was surprised about that needs their head examined. <laughs> That guy's unbelievable, man. Unreal. Um, all right, let's jump into a little basketball. Well, no, let's say let's say with football. Real oh, quick. hold on. Let's football. talk about what John. Do you, do you agree what John Gruden's doing with the Raiders? 
I don't think it's just John Gruden. I think that they're moving to Las Vegas and they want to completely start over once they get there. I mean, I John, think they want to completely rebuild that team from the ground up in Vegas. I, I believe they have two or three first round picks this upcoming draft. And in the following one, they have two first round picks. Mm. Like he's stacking up the picks. He's pulling a Jimmy Johnson move right now. Yeah. So I'm just I I just want to get your opinion on what you right. think of his strategy. People I mean, might I know, be I know bad now, but he's gonna he's gonna draft a team that best fits his scheme. Yeah, or maybe the it only works one out. the only one I don't agree with is the Khalil Mack. Tamari Cooper, he wasn't producing. So if you can get a first round pick for him, go ahead. Um the uh, they're, they're shopping Garyon Conley right now, yep. the cornerback who was a first round pick out of Ohio State. There was rumor they were shopping Derek Carr, but that was yeah. There's rumors they're shopping him, and then and, but and, and the Khalil Mack was ridiculous to me. It was stupid. Let me tell you something. For but, I, well, Khalil Mack kind of was like holding out. He wanted money. Yeah, but they didn't want to talk to him. Which is what they don't want to get. They right. don't want to give up money. Right. They don't want to give up money. And if. If the right offer the, comes from they're paying the Carr, coach a ton of money. He's yeah. gone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If I was the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'd be like, yo, what do you want for Derek Carr? Definitely. He can come play over here. Because the defense needs help. And if the, the, the that defense is gonna put you in a good position, I think Derek Carr could do well. Fournette is gonna come back relatively soon. I think they got a solid group of receivers over there who could do their thing. No, like, big-name guy, but Moncrief, Westbrook, um, Cole, you know, guys like that. The Fournette, Yeldon, now Carlos Hyde. I think they got a good stable of guys. That that would be my move. Or 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 reach out and – because I don't, I don't believe in Blake Buffalo Bortles. needs a quarterback. Right. Or reach out and go to X to X about Teddy Bridgewater. X to Saints about Teddy. It's not very often that – a franchise quarterback like Derek Carr is up for grabs, so I feel mm-hmm. like someone's gonna go out and get him. Yeah. No one's gonna. That that was just a rumor. He's not. They're not gonna trade him. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna trade him either. But I, I it, think it'd be silly for him too. You never know. I heard that one exec was like, "Everyone is up. Everyone yeah. is available." They want to completely build that team, rebuild yeah. that team. Hey, we got what three more days until the trading period's done, so yeah. we'll find out. And hopefully, in three more days, Le'Veon but Bell shows up. The Raiders. I mean, <laughs> I would love that. They got they they got to start hitting on these first round picks because out of the last thirteen first round picks they had, the two Pro Bowlers that they did ended up drafting, yeah. they ended up trading. Yeah, definitely. Who was Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack? Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Well. Figure it out, or 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 don't, and build your squad. But um, all right, I want to talk a little about this Chris Paul Rondo thing. Everybody's saying, well, they me- we the media now is coming out. The right, the media is like, well, Chris Paul's a dirty player. Ex players are coming out. He's Team- a bad teammate. Teammates don't like Chris Paul. Da 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 da. What's the what, what's the respect to Chad guys? What do they think about Chris Paul? Well, I never hung out with the guy. Right. Never hung out with him. But what, but what do you think? I mean, like just based on the guy you see, his play. Would you want to play with him? Well, he's a great player, but right. what they're saying is that he's miserable to be around and he's, he treats everybody with disrespect. I can't find that possible when he's best friends with Melo, Wade, LeBron, and... How much it, do they actually hang out, though? I, I, I think they hang out I hang enough, out a lot. And I, I, and I can't picture myself... I, I, I picture myself. I can't picture LeBron hanging out with someone like that. I, I feel like LeBron wants to surround himself with motivated... And yeah. well-minded and 
and happy people rather than mm-hmm. someone like that. What he they're just trying wants to, say to hang is. out with people that's going to call him the king. Here, you don't care. What. Here's what I think. I heard Kenya Martin say this. Kenya Martin said that a part of it is is that Chris Paul is the president of the players' union. Like he's the player representative of it, and um, a lot of his teammates and a lot of guys in the league view him as a guy, see him in like an executive type role and like not for the players, you know, kind of like on the owner's side and like in those meetings and not sticking up for the players enough. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you got like a, one of your guys you work with and then they get promoted to like manager and now they got to start being like, yo, listen, you can't be on your phone all the time. You'd be like, you were on your phone every day yeah. when I worked. With right, you. right, right. Like, yo, me and you together. Right, right exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I compare that to. <laughs> and that's just dudes being salty, man. I think dudes are being salty about Chris Paul. Well, here's the other thing. Kobe, they said, was miserable to be around because all he wanted to do was win. So if you want to be a super athlete, right. part of your personality is like that super motivated, yeah. I don't want no BS type of Attitude, exactly. You know, and that's a tough person to be around a lot of the time. Yeah, but I'd rather have a guy like that on my squad that's like letting right. everybody yeah. know what's up. Yeah. Like if if Chris Paul played for the Giants, Odell Beckham would quit because he would get at him. He would get at him and let him know and, what's up. And this is what you were saying that that having him is going to help Melo throughout this year. That's what I think. I think it motivates Melo to be like, yo, you got to come out here and play. There's no dillying, dallying up the court. There's no taking silly shots. You know, we're going to get good. We're going to practice. We're going to do things. Chris Paul's whole thing, I seen Chris Paul before when he left the Clippers and went to the Rockets. He met with a bunch of people. And I seen an interview he did with, like, the guy who's, like, the CEO of Walt Disney, um, the guy who's the CEO uh, of this company, that, that, that like, he just knows. You know, like, what made you make this decision? How did you go about doing that? And he met with Jay-Z, too, in the studio. And he was like, yo, you know what's going to – make my decision is if I go to a team and like these guys want to go bowling together if these guys want to go get lunch together if these guys want to hang out after practice or before practice but maybe no one know, wanted to do that stuff with him because he's, he's a bad person to no, be around. He, I don't think I don't think so maybe maybe but he wants to be on a team where everybody is together where everyone is cohesive and people know things about each other maybe and they want to do things with each other because that's the team. When a team is that close with each other, they play for each other and they win championships. Though he hasn't won a championship, his teams have been pretty successful. I just don't think he was built around a team really where guys were that talented. Like Blake Griffin is not talented to me. You know what I'm saying? He just dropped 50 points in a game. Who? Blake Griffin. Yeah, what, but what is he? Can he shoot? A, he can't shoot a jump shot. Why has he got to? Because he's an, a, a so-called elite, one of the star players in the NFL, maybe not uh, M- NBA. He's a big man. Yeah, no? Blake Griffin stinks, bro. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan, he DeAndre Jordan's okay, but he ain't he ain't, he hasn't done anything in his career. JJ Redick could shoot a three. Okay, cool. There's a million guys who Chris Paul played with before he went to Houston that were regular dudes. Why, why is Blake Griffin on Detroit now? Nobody wants to play in Detroit. Send him to Detroit. Detroit, you could have him. This guy, Chris Paul, to me, in my opinion, is the man. I love Chris Paul. Uh, me too. I'm, about I'm a Chris huge Paul. CP3 fan. Yeah. I loved him when he was I'm with Wake Forest, yeah. with Coach Cal. Right? Calipari was there? Yeah. When he was there? I almost forgot who he was. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't no. Calipari. He was at Wake Forest. I don't know who know the heck the coach was, but um, that that doesn't matter. He, but, yeah, but yeah. But he CP3. Was, yeah, CP3 is the man. I'm a big fan of him. CP3 is the man. I'm trying to – how about my man Jimmy Butler? 
Jimmy Butler in his first game, he comes out and kills it in Minnesota. The crowd is going crazy. He's scoring left and right. The team wins. They 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 were booing him at the beginning of the game. By the end of the game, they were they were chanting MVP. Yes, they were chanting MVP. And now what? So cool. They might get they might give a uh, they might get four first round picks right. from the Houston Rockets. So the Houston fans. Rockets, right, offer the the Minnesota Timberwolves four first round picks for Jimmy Butler. Wow. Do you think that those pick? Do you think if Houston has Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Carmelo? Capella, and the and rest PJ of the, Tucker, and PJ Tucker, and the rest of the, you know, guys that are over there. I think it, they could beat the Warriors. I I think so too. I don't. They almost beat the Warriors without Jimmy Butler and without Carmelo, and without CP3. The CP3 went down a lot. Right, and when CP3 is hurt, they almost beat hamstring. him with all those guys not there. And I honestly, a lot of people are saying, you know, that's that's a lot of picks to give away. I uh, because Butler's a free agent after next year, so he he could leave. After this year, mm-hmm. and they're right. saying like, "Oh, this, that that might be too much to give." What what if he doesn't come back? And to be honest with you, I think the Houston Rockets are just like, "Listen, we don't throw it out there last year. Let's just throw everything in and go for it this year." Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Crazy. but if it don't work out, you lost your first round pick for the next four <laughs> years. It, it's actually every other year that you you can't. You can't do first-round picks in consecutive years. Something with the NBA. They were explaining it today. So it would actually be four picks over seven years. Yeah. And, yo, they're saying that the Timberwolves are just un- unmoved by these. Like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. He's staying here. Nope. They're, they're crazy. They're, yeah. they're, they're going to yeah. lose him regardless. You're going to get four first-round draft for picks for yeah, him? definitely. What are you thinking? First of all, you're not winning the championship this year, Timberwolves. No. So figure it out. Trade this guy, get four first-round picks, and try to think of something in the future. All right, how about L.A. losing the first three games of the year, the Lakers, and then they won the next two? Did you think they would lose that many to jump off the the season? Yeah. I mean, it takes a while for teams to to gel together. Uh Then you had that whole beef go down with Chris Paul and Rondo. Rondo suspended. Brandon Ingram suspended. Yep. So I it, think Rondo being suspended helps him. Yeah, I mean Lonzo Ball looks good. I, I I like what he's doing over there. Yep. I think it's the, too much of the same thing over there. I think they need oh, a person yeah, that can shoot the three. Cards, yeah. Maybe, yes. Yeah. The yeah. the the one game I I don't know the exact stat, but they missed like thirty one threes or something mm-hmm. ridiculous. It was they have no one to shoot the ball. That's what they need. They need to go out. And try to find someone they could dish the ball out and shoot to. They gotta get JJ Reddish. They gotta get Kyle Cover over there. How long before J.R. Smith is there? I was just gonna say that. How <laughs> long will it be till yeah, J- until nah, LeBron gets Jr. Soon enough. Yo, did you guys hear about this this kid um, uh, who Rich Paul? You know Rich who Rich Paul is. He's LeBron's agent and like a bunch of other guys. In the NBA, it's a LeBron James friend from growing up, and then he became his agent as well. And he like represents a lot of guys in the league right now. But um, he now he represents this kid who committed to I gotta get you his name committed to uh, uh, Syracuse, and then decommitted, and now he took an an internship, a one million dollar internship with New Balance. So he's not going to play this whole year basketball. 
He's not going to play overseas. He's going to work and play, work for New Balance, you know, get paid a million dollars to do it, work for New Balance. He's one of the top high school players coming out of high school, going into college. He's going to work for New Balance through an internship that pays him a million dollars. He's going to learn how the company works, learn how to make sneakers, learn how to market, learn how to design, learn how to everything like that, and he's going to play in pickup games, and then he's going to enter his name in the draft. So he's did not you, playing no Did you guys hear about this at no. all? No, really? This is all new to me. Okay, I'm going to look it up. But I think how, more often than not, people, kids are going to try to skip college. Mm-hmm. There's no point in going through that for whatever, how many years it is. You make zero money. You're more at risk of being injured when you could prove yourself in a lot of different ways now. Now they have the D-League too, right? Yeah. That, that people could really just go right into mm-hmm. before they go to the NBA. I think that's going to be more of the route. Well, right. look at... Look what Nick Bosa just did. Joey Bosa's brother at Ohio, at Ohio State. He has a, I don't, I don't know the exact injury, but it's a it's a pretty significant injury, and he he pulled out of Ohio State. He's not playing the rest of the year, and he's and then he's gonna enter the draft next year. And it's gonna hurt like players now, like for a little while, but then as it continues and more kids do it and they end up having good NFL or NBA careers, Mm. I think just more and more kids are going to start doing it and it's going to really start to hurt these college programs if they don't decide to pay these kids. They're going to, that, that, I was just going to say, that's the only way that college sports are going to redeem themselves is when they figure out a way to pay college kids. You're exactly right, Frank. More players and and kids are going to find ways to not play and still make it to the pros. So it, 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 it's just a matter of time when that happens. Yeah. So the college fo- college sports, they have to figure out a way to pay these athletes something. You know, the, 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 these universities are making millions off of these billions. sports. Mm. Billions. Mm. off of these sports programs. You're telling me you can't give, you know, your athletes some type of money? You know, like there, there has to be something. There's finance geniuses out there. You could figure out a percentage of what a player should be making off of his skill set and and like what his potential could be in the in the sport he's in. Like you could figure this stuff out and and, and give these players a cut in case yeah. they do get hurt or, or something. Definitely. You know, There's, definitely you, you could figure it out. They just don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Darius Baisley, his name is 13 ranked basketball recruit in the class of 2008, decommitted from Syracuse. In March, they say he's gonna play in the NBA G League, but I I I didn't hear of that. I didn't I didn't hear that. Um, I heard this that he basically made headlines by signing a multi-year, one million dollar deal to work as an intern at New Balance. So he works for the year, uh, gets paid guaranteed, guaranteed one million dollars. Um, and then. Dealing with New Balance guarantees him $1 million regardless of what happens with his professional basketball career. But offers an additional $13 million if he reaches performances. Like once he gets in the NBA, obviously if he starts doing his thing, then his it, it, it'll go way up. That, that, you know, obviously sponsorship. And New Balance is trying to get make their way into the basketball um, market and stuff like that. So why not start with this guy? Shout out to this dude, man. Darius Baisley, man. I like yeah, you, bro. Your money. I like what you're about, bro. I like too. what you're about. Yeah. You know, he he looked over his options yep. and he, he's got a he's yep. obviously got a brain on him. Yeah, to, Rich to Paul. Figure out a yeah. way to do all this. Yeah. You know. So shout out to him. Yeah, Get Rich, your money. Yeah, definitely. Get your money. That's right. You deserve it, bro. Hundred percent. 
I got my wife texting me. It's her birthday today. I'm doing a podcast. Babe, it's your wife's birthday. <laughs> you better so, get home. We're right. almost done. We're I, almost I, done here. Let's see what we got. I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, I sent you guys this the other day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greek to freak. What about this guy? 25 points, 15 rebounds in four straight games to start a season. That's crazy. The last time that's been done was Wilt Chamberlain in 1965. Crazy. This kid is a beast. I'm yeah. a huge fan of him. I love If Giannis. I could pronounce his real name, I would, but Giannis I'm just going to call him Greek to Freak. On the on the Kumpo? <laughs> right? Giannis on something the, on like the Kumpo or something like that? The Greek Freak, baby. He is a beast. Humble dude. Yes. Love how he plays, man. He's built like a point guard that they just stretched out. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy how he's built. Shout out to the Warriors baseball. Shout out to the DV Warriors, man. Shout out to the... uh, Tilcon. The Tilcon. I got the Tilcon hat on. Shout out to the um, the Pesh. See how I rock my hat right here? I get a lot of flack for this. But let me tell you something. I did this a couple years ago, and now everyone famous is rocking it like this. So silly. Holla at your man. Holla at your man for a fashion statement, y'all. Holla at your man. How's everybody feeling about the episode? Everybody feels good. Yeah. Shout out to the Red Sox. Won the first two games. Yes. Yes. Got David Price as a closer right now for some reason. Yeah. They're just trying to get this win. They're trying to wrap up this series. The games we're actually watching the game Mm -hmm, right now. mm -hmm. It's tied one-one. I believe they just wrapped up the ninth inning. Uh, So going in extra innings. Uh, they're in L.A., so I think Boston's just trying to get another win. They'll be up 3-0 and oh, yeah. trying to close out this series quick, get another get Crazy. another ring. Oh, Frank, before we close out this episode, you had a challenge, right? We had yeah, two but, challenges. But Rich said that he Well, Rich is out of the challenge. It's me and you. Who cares? It's me and you. No, you got to do it. You got to do the challenge. I'm not doing a challenge. I'm not. The only thing, uh, just say the two challenges. Say well, you, you I only want to do one There's of the two. two. Oh, yeah, one or two, but name the two. It's not yeah, the it's the not first it. one is to see who could run the most amount of miles within 30 days. Okay. But with that, I mean, we'd have to get some kind of like Fitbit or something. Why can't I don't trust you? Why no, can't we do this? Picture. Why can't we just track it on our heart thing on our iPhone, screenshot it at the end of every day at like whatever time? I don't like, trust that thing on the phone. Yeah. If, okay. If well, you we got gotta the, do something. If, if you got the watch, listen. Then it we ain't. To I don't got the watch, baby. I'm gonna. The I go Fitbit to the, is forty dollars. I, I ain't buying that forty dollars for this challenge. I got I go it right here. A, I go to a gym that the gym monitors what I'm running. On the piece of equipment, yeah, so mine I'll just does take a too. Picture what I do, and send it to you guys. I'll just have the machine running the whole time while I'm. W- I'm be running outside, so I could wear my my Apple Watch and just screenshot that. All that right. one, that one I will do, but I'm not doing the eating. All right, one. so that's a challenge. That's the one challenge. The other challenge was 30 days, no bread, oh. no sugar, oh. no candy, no chocolate. So, so basically, you're telling oh me gosh. that you want me to die. No, I want you to live. Oh, right. What I'm telling Opposite. you is I want you to live. Yo. I'm not doing it. I'm down for that, <laughs> except that if that runs into, which it will, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. I have to eat Thanksgiving. It's my only yeah. day I can go off of it. One cheat day. But we got to convince Rich. So we'll, we're, right. we're going to discuss this more throughout the week, and next okay. week we're going to have a challenge that we're going to do. Right. All right, yo, just let's open up all our heart apps real quick right now and compare what everybody's got. Oh, I just open it up. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think my thing's synced. What do you mean? It's not synced to what? You have to, like, program that thing. You have to set, like, your height, See, weight. It. My thing's not even ready are. to go. Oh, you're terrible. Yeah. Boom, right there, Rich. You oh, got it. You're right. Yeah, dog. 
Open yours. Let's see what you got. I got I got three point two miles. I, I got two point six. Okay. I walked seven thousand five hundred and fifty four steps. I got five thousand eight hundred seventy seven. Create a medical ID. Yo, how about this though? I climbed ten flights. Rich, you climbed what? Twenty two. Dang. Twelve. Homeboy. Look at my man. I slept all day, dog. My man's. I don't get going. I don't get going until twelve at night. That's that's prime time. I mean, I got one point seven miles. Definitely. So also, I don't have my phone on me at work, and y'all do. So that that. I sit at a desk. I sit. I sit in a escalator for eight hours. So I find. Yeah. Okay. So what do we want to do? If I I go to the gym and I run on the elliptical, I take a picture of it. If I move over to the treadmill, I take a picture of it. Then we add them up. Sure. Yeah. All right. We're okay with that. Yeah, we'll do that one. Y'all just motivated me to start getting up early in the morning. Nice. Except here's the only problem. Uh, well, if I can't use that as an excuse. Okay. All right. No doubt. I'm gonna call you out real quick. My gym Mike. membership just ran out though. How do I track it outside if I run outside? You get a a, a MF in Fitbit. <laughs> I might lose this challenge because I, I yeah. What, Rich? What you got? What are you calling me out for? I'm not really calling you out. Oh. Did you place the email? What do you the shirt email? Yes. Hundred percent. How did that work out? I got it right here. The guy wants to know, uh, shout out Colin Smith. Uh, me and Colin Smith are going to work out these shirts. Colin Smith said to me right here, he said, hey, Mike, thanks so much for contacting us. I will be happy to help you with those shirts. I just have a few questions before we begin. Do you know what style shirt you want and what colors? Do you know how many shirts you are looking to get? How are you going to be selling the shirts if you are? going to be selling the shirts and please send over the logo along with the answers to these questions and we will get right to work so we are about to make this happen we're ready to go baby we're so ready he, to go so you guys heard it firsthand yes we are in the process of this let's go guess you got to send over the logos uh-huh. and we i know we've been saying it week after week that we're going to be getting some shirts but we will yeah yeah we're we some will. working guys here man as you've seen throughout this episode man episode 30 respect the chat podcast we love y'all peace